Desiree Berg, and welcome to the 34th. met in Pershing Square on October 2nd for the Women's March Los Angeles. They marched through the streets of downtown Los Angeles to City Hall for a rally. On the minds of all the attendees was the newly passed Texas abortion ban, which has now been temporarily thwarted by the DOJ given its unconstitutionality. These are some of the best speeches. a little lower so that the people that are streaming this can see. Also, letting people, everyone start filling in and go towards the back. I'm Dina Katz. I'm Emiliana Guereca Los Angeles. In Texas, a person has the right to reject wearing a mask during a deadly pandemic. But the state legislature says a woman isn't allowed the right to control her own body. Governor Abbott has women fleeing Texas, crossing state lines to access medical care. And this is no easy feat in a state almost three times the size of the United Kingdom. Given the time off and money required to make such a trip, in addition to the hollowing out of healthcare that was already rife with racial and socioeconomic inequities, working women, young women, and women of color will be disproportionately affected by this law. Thanks to Trump's ultra-conservative picks, the Supreme Court in the dead of night 
effectively swept away a woman's constitutional right to control her own body. His Supreme Court includes a woman who doesn't believe in another woman's right to choose, apparently even in the case of incest or rape. It's a complicated legal matter, but a simple matter of conscience before us. Women are either equal citizens with the same rights as men over their bodies, the right to decide what is best for our own health and family needs. We are either equal in the eyes of the law and the constitution and our fellow citizens, or we are not. Do we accept this? I think our wholehearted rejection is clear, and may this be the beginning of a defense that reverberates across the nation, particularly in the states that treat women as unequal citizens. We do not. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Justina Machado. to introduce two incredible women who fearlessly stand up for what is real, right, and important. Iconic attorney, Gloria Allred, <laughs> handles more women's rights cases than any other law firm in the nation. She is a multiple Emmy Award nominee and has won countless honors for her pioneering legal work on behalf of women on behalf of women. <laughs> in the words of President Obama, Gloria Allred is one of the best attorneys in the country. Joining Gloria is Paxton Smith, the Texas valedictorian who abandoned her planned high school graduation speech. Yes, to speak out against the draconian Texas abortion law. In a speech that went viral, highlighting Paxton as an inspirational advocate for women's control of their own bodies. Yes, please welcome Gloria Allred and Paxton Smith. We love you, women and men of Los Angeles. Are you here to fight on? We are going to fight against this Texas law, SB8. I think it should be called SB hate. What do you think? It's hate when they require almost a total ban on abortion. When, as the Justice Department attorney said yesterday in court that it requires a woman, a child, a minor who is a rape victim by someone in her family to drive eight hours from Galveston to another state just to get an abortion. 
Do you think that's wrong? And so do I. That rape victim reminds me of me in the 60s when, before Roe v. Wade, it was a crime for a doctor to give an abortion, although not for a woman to have one. But that meant that I, as a rape victim who was raped in Mexico at gunpoint, had to find someone when I was in my 20s to do a back alley abortion who was not licensed, and he did, and left me in a bathtub, a bathtub in my own blood. And when I developed a fever of 106, that's when they could take me to a hospital in California to prevent me from bleeding to death. So there I was, packed in ice, and a nurse said, I hope this teaches you a lesson. It did teach me a lesson. Abortion has to be safe and legal and affordable and available. And that's why we're here today, because there are going to be, and already are, many states copying the Texas law. The Texas law is clearly in violation of Roe v. Wade. It is clearly. Don't you agree? Yes. So yes, I've been fighting since the 1970s early to keep abortion a woman's right and not to let these states get away with controlling women because it's dangerous to their lives. And we are not going to allow women to have to risk their lives as they did before Roe v. Wade, as I did, when more women and girls died or remained from illegal abortions than men ever died in Vietnam. And God bless the men who sacrificed for our country. But this was our war on women, and it's still a war on women and our bodies. Do you agree? This is not just an academic issue. And that's why the Justice Department of the United States, representing the Biden administration, came in and challenged it in federal court yesterday. Do you agree? And Monday, the United States Supreme Court starts its term. And we are concerned that there are a majority against the right to choose abortion who may erode and undercut the 1973 decision of Roe v. Wade. Are you going to send them a message today by being here? And we want the passage of the Women's Health Protection Act that was passed in the House and is going to the Senate. Are you in support of that so we can codify Roe v. Wade? As Gloria Steinem said, the first, generally the first act of an authoritarian regime is to take control of women's bodies and ban abortion. Are we going to let them do that? So in Mississippi, of course, they have a very restrictive ban on abortion. And that case is being challenged. And that case will be heard in December by the United States Supreme Court. Do we want the U.S. Supreme Court to keep abortion safe and legal and affordable and available? I am continually inspired by you. I'm putting my life on the line, you are as well, because our lives are on the line. And we want protection for our daughters and our sisters and our mothers and our aunts 
and we are going to fight for that protection. Are you? And let me say now, it is my honor, it is my privilege to introduce Paxson Smith. 18-year-old Texas young woman, valedictorian at our high school graduation, tore up her approved speech and gave the one she really wanted to give just a few months ago in support of the right to choose abortion against SBA. Paxson Smith. my state's six-week abortion went into effect. The governor of Texas said that this legislation would save lives, but he clearly doesn't know or has chosen to ignore the reality of getting an abortion while it is illegal. The truth is, is that before Roe v. Wade, thousands of people died from having to get abortion done illegally. Doctors' hands were tied behind their backs by belief-based legislation, and patients were forced to take their care into their own hands. They died from that. We cannot, we will not go back to the days when the only way to end an unwanted pregnancy is to risk our lives. when the only way to, or, excuse me, we will not go back to the days when we use coat hangers to access our basic human rights. We are not vessels for reproduction. We are human beings and it is about time that we get treated like that. The principles of this nation are freedom, liberty, and equality. And when the government turns its back on those principles, we will not be the ones to stay silent. Being a patriot and loving this country is not about letting politicians run a field day. It is about holding this country accountable for everything it claims itself to be. A home for all of its people. A home that protects the human rights of all of its people. Today we will let them know that we will not rest until that is our reality. Oh, sorry. A dancer, producer, director, and tireless advocate and activist. She is everything and more you guys. Please join me in welcoming the incomparable Debbie
It is time for us to proclaim our equality, our justice, our freedom, and our voice is speaking very clearly. There's a reason it's called Mother Earth. It's called Mother Earth, not Daddy Dirt. <laughs> We got some house cleaning to do. And who better to do it than women? And all of you men who are courageous in joining this mission. Every woman needs to register to vote right now. Because this is going to go on for a while. We're being challenged in a way that is just unprecedented. I'm a black woman, I'm from a history of women who were slaves and who never had any rights. I know what that is from my DNA, the blood memories in my body speaks of that. We are not going back to slavery. We are not. And so we gotta vote register to vote and look at what every elected politician in your community, in your state, in this government, what are they standing for or what are they not standing for. We have a Supreme Court right now that is not standing up for the law. If justice is not served here in America, it is not going to be served anywhere. what happens in the trenches. We have to get in the trenches and we have to get our hands dirty. We have to get our heart a little dirty and we have to be willing, willing to step out and use our voices and maybe take the incoming that comes with it. So are we committed to that? I know it. It was an honor for me to be the first lady of California for many, many years. I got to meet women all over this state Democrats, Republicans, independents. I believe in the women of California will send a message all through this country. We're in the trenches with the women in Texas. We're in the trenches with the women who are facing fear and who cannot get an abortion today. We will help you, we are here for you. We are willing to get our hands dirty. And there are two people who are really in the trenches that I get to introduce right now. Sue Dunlop is the head of the Planned Parenthood here in Los Angeles. And she is joined by Ken Lambert, who is head of Planned Parenthood, the greater Texas. He came here, he came here to be with all of us, to tell us about what he needs from us. And I told him we are in the trenches with them 
and they are not going to be alone. And also with them is Kara James, who is a medical assistant with Planned Parenthood. Please welcome them all. Mike, is my mic on? Can y'all hear me? No, Los Angeles, I couldn't hear you. Can you all hear me? Can you all hear me? All right. Before I introduce our, my incredible colleague, Kara, who is a healthcare provider, right there, you're going to cheer. Right there, you're going to cheer. Before do that, we're going to practice saying abortion, and we're going to practice saying justice. And I'm going to tell you how, but first I'm going to tell you why. We're going to say abortion out loud because there's too much stigma in this country around abortion. Am I right? Yeah. Oh no, Los Angeles. Am I right? Yeah. And do you know why we're going to talk about justice? We're going to talk about justice because we have the promise of democracy in this country, but for too many people, for too many black people, for too many brown people, for too many immigrants, there is no justice yet in our democracy. Oh no, Los Angeles, that wasn't nearly loud enough. All right, I say abortion, you say justice. Abortion! Justice! Abortion! Justice! Now you say both of them so you can practice saying abortion out loud. Abortion. Yeah, I didn't explain that very well, did I? One more time, you're gonna say abortion justice. One, two, three, as loud as hell. Abortion justice. That's right, that's the Los Angeles I know. Now, now let me step back while my colleague Kara, who provides health care to you, to women, to men, to people, to our community, steps up. patients. Patients who already have a hard time paying for food, transportation, child care, housing. Patients who know they can't take care of a child but are being forced to travel out of state to get an abortion or to continue an unwanted pregnancy to term. The extreme six-week abortion ban will make abortions nearly impossible for many people. Most won't have a positive pregnancy test until four to five weeks. That means that they have a week or two to make a life-changing decision locate a clinic, and make the necessary appointments, which may not be available. The devastating effects of this atrocious abortion ban have dire implications for access to health care and the rights of women and other people assigned female at birth. But the biggest impact will be felt overwhelmingly by black and Latinx people. People! Abortion ban will exacerbate 
and already existing healthcare disparities caused by centuries of systemic racism, poverty, and discrimination. Now, this bill will not end abortion. The lack of access will force those who cannot afford abortions to seek out unsafe, illegal abortion providers or attempt risky self-abortion procedures, which may cost them their life. This lack of access will have implications for generations. The fight for justice, reproductive care, and quality and abortion access is not over. Everyone should have the freedom and power to control their own body, their own decisions, and their own lives. up here, right? You remember what happens. So the incredible courage that she showed in showing up and speaking up today. I want to hear you say thank you. And we also brought, and he's going to be quick, but we couldn't go without hearing from the CEO of Planned Parenthood of Greater Texas, y'all. Hello, hello. Abortion, abortion, we need you and we thank you. Texas is on the front lines of this as you know, and every day women are walking into our health centers, women and people seeking abortion. At six weeks of pregnancy or the presence of what are fetal heart tones, we can't help them. We have to refer out. So we had a woman come in who was wearing a hospital badge, having visited her only child in the hospital with cancer. She comes in, she's seven weeks pregnant, single mother, and having to decide, do I take care of my child in the hospital with cancer, or do I leave the state of Texas to access my constitutional right to abortion so that I can take care of that child? And that's what we're dealing with on the grounds, and Kara and healthcare heroes like her are dealing with every single day. So abortion, Abortion. So thank you, LA. Planned Parenthood Los Angeles and Sue Dunlap and Kara have done more to help Texans than almost any organization. Support your local Planned Parenthood. 
We are stronger because we're together and we will fight this and we will keep fighting in the courts until we win. Thank you and abortion. Ms. Raven Simone. What's up, everybody? I am so honored to be here today. One, because it's true. The more we come together, the more things will change. It is possible, it is possible, abortion justice. Um, and it works because we did this for gay rights and I can get married. So we just have to keep pushing forward. This works. This way works. Uh, it's my honor and pleasure to introduce the chair of the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors, Hilda Solis. Hilda is a progressive champion for the most marginalized in our society, advocating for workers' rights, better wages, and workplace safety, becoming the first Latina to serve in the cabinet as the United States Secretary of Labor for President Barack Obama. She's no stranger to crashing through the glass ceilings as the first Latina ever elected to the state Senate and the first woman, woman, the first woman. Sorry, I need some water. <laughs> the first woman to win the John F. Kennedy Profile and Courage Award for her work in environmental justice. <laughs> ladies, ladies, and ladies, there are not enough superlatives to describe this extraordinary leader. Please welcome Hilda Solis. <laughs> Oh my God, I would love to have that introduction every time I get to go to a Board of Supervisors meeting because that's a wake up call. Abortion! Justice! Justice! Abortion! Thank you so much for having me here. I wanna thank all of you. This is our home. We can't allow for Texas and Mississippi to drive our agenda nationally even here in LA and the state of California. Justice! Abortion! Abortion! Justice! What do we do? We fight, we unite, we work together. Especially as a Latina woman of color, quiero decir gracias a las mujeres. Tienen poder, tienen el ánimo. Vamos a pelear para los derechos de nuestras familias y nuestros niños y de nuestro corazón y de todo que sabemos que es mejor para todos ustedes. Taking care of our families, a woman has a right to choose. She should be determining what happens to her body, not some Supreme Court male justices. I'm sorry. <laughs> we cannot allow for the four years that happened under the Trump administration to ever happen again. And we have to set the standard here in Los Angeles County. So I wanna to say to you, what a privilege and honor. Let's make sure that we honor the famous woman in the Supreme Court. Who was that? Justice Ginsburg. 
Let's make sure that her voice is never forgotten. Let's make sure that mujeres and all women and all of our partners who are with us unite. Unidos, nobody could divide us. Divided, we will never be much. But when we stand together juntos, podemos hacer bastante para nuestra comunidad. Que viva la mujer. Abortion. Justice. Justicia. Abortion. All right, thank you so much. It gives me a great deal of honor and privilege to introduce our latest member of LA County Board of Supervisors. There's five women and they are all pro-choice. And the vice chair is coming up now and that is our very own Holly Mitchell. Please give her a big round of support. Woo! Imagine going to court with no trap. Lifestyle proves a blue behind the waters. No welfare supporters. No promises on the way to raise our daughters. Days are short. Nights are colder. Feeling like life is over. These snakes strike like a cobra. The world's hot. I decided we needed a little musical interlude. Because this is getting a little serious. It is serious. For those of you who can't see my t-shirt, I'm going to read it to you. It says, politicians, take your hands off my poontang. For those of you who are too young to know what a poontang is, ask your mama or ask your grandma. I am Holly Mitchell, a proud member of the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors. Arguably the most powerful elected body in this country. We each represent two million Angelinos. And we all have a uterus. It gives me deep pride to stand here, not only on native land, but land that was very likely owned by Biddy Mason. A black woman who had been formerly enslaved in the state of Texas, who came west with her slave owner, and when he couldn't make business work for himself, he was trying to go back to Texas. But Biddy, who was a midwife and helped birth babies, had saved enough money, fought for her rights in court to stay in California and bought land. Most of downtown LA. So on your march here, a standing here, it was a black woman over a hundred years ago who gives me agency every day to say, politicians, take your hands off my poontang. I am so proud to see you, but I'm going to have to give you a challenge. We don't get to come here and gather and wear our shirts and buttons and, and paint amazing signs one day a year and think we've done something. 